Welcome back to Four of a Kind Podcast, where you will learn from real-life experiences of amazing women and male allies, too, who support our mission to increase women's representation in business leadership. You will hear from founders, investors, startups, corporate leaders, and our own journeys, too. We want this podcast to empower you to go start that business, take that big job, and do it with confidence. So join us and exciting guests, and let's figure out what we can do to get there. Hi, everyone, and welcome to today's mini-sode. We have a question for the group here today. Um, what was your first job? And there's a little flexibility around this question um, because I know some people might have had some very interesting jobs where they were a little bit younger, not quite like legally employed or fully employed, but... Um, What's the first job where you remember where there was like some consistency in what you were doing? What did you think about it? Did you like it? And what did you learn from it? Oh, man. Who's starting? <laughs> you can start. Okay. Um, let's see. So I'm trying to remember exactly which one was my first job because, like you said, I had like the little kid jobs where my entrepreneurial spirit was coming out and I was selling lemonade and stuff. Yeah. But and and babysitting. Um, but I think my first job, see, I always had a lot of extracurriculars. So it wasn't I don't believe it was in high school. I think my first job was between high school and college. I worked, I tutored. And so I was tutoring with basically um, tutor the tutoring center that had, you know, they didn't have a math tutor, they basically did like speech therapy and other kind of stuff. But um they didn't have a math tutor. And so I was basically going into school studying math. So I had started working with her. And I think I only did that part time because it was with kids in the evening. I know during the day, I actually worked at Remax. Um, and that was like my first kind of job where I had to like go through and apply for and make a make a resume for and Basically, I was, you know, like the front desk sitting and setting up all the appointments for all the realtors. It was, you know, like 20 realtors in there. And I was setting up appointments for all of them to do showings and managing all of their calendars. And stuff that I liked about that was I was very organized and I got to, you know, kind of get my uh, OCD, make a process and make sure I was, you know, handling everything and I got to feel like I was a grown-up because I was working in an office. <laughs> but <laughs> things I hated about it were like, you're stuck in an office all day long. And it was a summer. And you're like, okay, this is the first summer I actually have to sit outside and just look at how sunny and beautiful it is. And I'm in an office. I think, you know, having to have set hours, I think was probably the worst part of that. And I think that's why I look so much to now to have like flexibility and like autonomy in a job. So you're just kind of doing what you need to and you're not just stuck to a desk at certain times. And I think that's probably maybe I learned that lesson really early on. Do you remember yeah. why you applied to that job, Lauren? You know, I really don't. Um, I don't know what made me maybe I like I thought that would be because like, were you interested like, in real estate or no, yeah, I mean, maybe that was where where my first interest in real estate came from, because like, you know, I have some real estate kind of property management that I do now. But I think 
you know, in general, I just was like, what is local around where I live? And besides restaurants, which I really had no interest in, in going into working in restaurants. Um, I mean, like it was basically doing, you know, like front office staff work was because the crazy thing is it wasn't like I knew someone there, you know, like someone, it wasn't like someone pointed me there. So I have genuinely have no idea about how I first got introduced to working there. I wonder if I ask my mom if she'll know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she like, she, she, she made some connections that I just not positive of. Um, yeah. I mean, I made like basically minimum wage and that was my yeah. first job. <laughs> yeah. I had very similar feelings about my first federal tax paying job. I was, I was in high school and I had an internship at a regional bank and I remember getting like one hour a day to go out and eat lunch. And I would maximize that one hour because that was the only time when there was sunlight out that I would be outside, um, except for the weekends, of course. But like during the week, I was so sad that I could not be outside during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, on the other hand, I, I did learn the the traits of, you know, being professional, what to wear to the office how to act when interacting with colleagues. And I learned very quickly, like you, Lauren, I I did not like being tied to a desk. I didn't like monotonous work. At that time, I was part of the check clearing process. So I needed to make sure that all the checks, because this was back in the day, all the checks that were signed had a signature that resembled a little bit or a lot bit, hopefully, the, the signature that was filed at that regional office so that the checks could be cleared. It was a really manual process. And it's weird to think back in the day that, you know, a teenager was clearing checks. I I hope I don't like, I hope I didn't approve checks that shouldn't have been approved that were like forged, but who knows. But at least they're going into people's accounts and not out of them. Or you mean they could have been signing it over to someone's account? Yeah, no, all I, my, my sole purpose, my sole job was literally to look at the signature on the check and check it and make sure that it kind of looked like the signature that was filed in in the file. I didn't get to see anything else. So I'm not sure how that was a good process from a quality (laughs) control standpoint, but I, I was like the sole person who did that. But the interesting thing about that job was that I had signed up for this high school internship through a a program uh, for first generation, I guess. Yeah, thank you. First generation immigrant families uh, of Asian American, of Asian descent and more so um, of Chinese descent to help give um, children in a particular community the opportunity to learn those basic professional skills. Not quite sure how I made it in. I don't remember the application or expressing why I wanted to be a part of that program, but they chose me and I got one of the more quote, quote, prestigious jobs because I was at the bank as opposed to at some other, in some other industry class. But uh it was, it was an interesting experience. It was also simultaneously the year that there was a, a brownout in New York City. So I was working in Chinatown at the time, and the subways all were not working. So I had to walk from Chinatown to Grand Central Station 
hiked in order to oh. take a train back home. So that was interesting. It's a hike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was so poor back then because I was making, you know, minimum wage plus whatever city, local and city tax, state tax and federal tax took away from me. So I made like probably a dollar a day. <laughs> so I had no money for, for water. I don't know how I that day, but it was a very, very long, miserable commute home. Well, that's a good story. (laughs) You must have expressed an interest in handwriting analysis or something. Maybe. Maybe you're going to be a spy. Or maybe like finance, and they're like, oh, finance and banking. Or like (laughs) reading signatures on tech. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Kelsey, what about you? Well, I decided that working in an office all day during the summer did not sound like a great idea. So um, as any good swimmer did, I was a lifeguard. And I did that for, I think, starting when I was 15. So I did that for a couple summers. And I think after the first summer, eventually I added in um, coaching swimming as well. So and then eventually I dropped the lifeguard piece because coaching swimming is actually an awesome job. You're outside all day. You do a lot of private lessons, which um, pay pretty well. And you are sort of like up and moving around and interacting with kids of all ages. And, you know, a lot of your peers are working with you. So it's a, it's a pretty good job. And it's outside in the summer. So I did really enjoy that. Um, what I learned from it. Well, I learned... Um, a lot of good life-saving skills. So um, what's funny is now whenever I go to the beach or I'm at a pool, though, I have this, like, this mode of I just I can't not watch people that are in the water. Um, and so sometimes it just gives me anxiety when I'm <laughs> on vacation at the beach because I'm watching all these people. I'm like, do they know what they're doing? Do they, you know, know how to swim in a rip current? Do you, is that lifeguard watching that kid in the pool? Yeah, I don't know. I just loved coaching. I loved being with kids. And I think like one of the things I don't get to do a ton, but anytime there's an opportunity to do work, um, a lot of volunteer work I do, I like to focus on things related to kids and sports or education. So I think, um, yeah, I mean, and it also I, allowed me to train. Like I had to train for swimming like throughout the year. So that was, that job gave me the most flexibility in terms of, making it to practice every day too so yeah I think that's why after my first job of like working with the tutoring firm that's why I started tutoring on and starting a tutoring business on my own just because I liked working with the kids it's 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 nice to the things they say and like the fact that they're you're constantly on the go you're definitely no two days are the same if you're working with children that is See, that's what we should have learned was that, you know, you use like do something where you're passionate about it. Because like swimming, obviously, you spend a lot of time doing. I I should have learned that. (laughs) (laughs) Here we are. X number of years later. I guess he just wasn't thinking about it. Like at the time, there was a pressure to have like any certain type of job or it was just you needed to be able to pay for things during high school. And And for resume purposes, too, I, I think that. You know, not to downplay it, but having um, a job, whether during the school year or during the summer, um, builds a resume to get into college or even during the college years to build that resume to show that you're a bit that we're a bit more dyna- more dynamic than just studying. Yeah, um, and definitely highlighting those skills outside of 
like like what you just said, Kelsey, it's not just about teaching kids how to swim. It's a, it's a bit broader than that. Um, and I, I think that all our jobs are kind of like that too, or all our internships and first jobs were like that too. We built um, a broader skill set than we knew at the time. But in hindsight, I think that I can point to certain things that I learned from that specific internship and from other opportunities that yeah. helped build my business professional persona today. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think one of the one of the things now that I'm thinking about it, and you've mentioned it was, especially coaching swimming is because it's, there's like a competitive aspect, but you, so you're, you have to build a lineup for every meet, but you also, there's also a layer of um, my, where there's kids, there's parents. And I think sort of dealing with multiple dynamics in terms of, you know, there's the hierarchy in the quote unquote office, and there's your, you know, your clients, your customers who like, generally speaking, are the kids, but more often it's the parents and how do you how do you interact and as a 16 year old you have you know you're kind of the expert in that case and you've got to explain what you're doing to this group of people that I think I remember the first summer I did it was like always a little bit intimidating to to have these conversations with parents um, but as you go on you, can, you develop there's like a lot of skills that you can develop that are more than just like the job title itself. Yeah, I I actually think one of when I went to actually go on one of my first interviews for what a quote unquote my real job after college, um, you know, they they ask you the interviews actually weren't, you know, just kind of they were a little more advanced than for I what I looking back on it than I would think for an entry level job. And a lot of the times they would ask, you know, deeper questions like where you're you know, where have you seen challenges in some of the work and, and, and schooling that you've done? And unless you've had kind of those interactions with, you know, concerned parents, or that's what sounds like your background was in and mine as well. That's, you know, you can come in with a lot of challenging people, especially when they're parents that are like trying to get a lot of information or like you're taking care of their kids. Um, so I had a lot of experiences to draw from where, you know, you could talk about and, in, in interviews where, you know, people actually start to see you have had a lot of interactions that kind of help you be more, you're more mature than what probably they would expect from, you know, a 20, 21 year old. Well, those are our first jobs. And I know we didn't get to hear from Grace today because she is at her current adult job. <laughs> um, <laughs> But we'll have her add a note so so you can, I'm sure everyone's very interested in what Grace's first job was. So we'll have her add a note so you can check that out in our show notes. My vote, just really quickly, my vote is that Grace was a coach of some sort. Oh, yeah. That's what I was a hockey coach. That's precisely what I was I think she coached basketball, too. All right. So we all guessed the same thing. Grace is probably a coach. We're either right or it was something completely different, <laughs> like completely out of left field. Now I'm excited. All right. So when you read the show notes, you'll know if we were right or not. How well we know Grace. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Lauren and Michelle, for sharing that tidbit. Um, and thanks, everyone, for listening. If you want to reach out, feel free to send us an email at fourofakindpodcast at gmail.com. And please follow us on Instagram. We post all the latest episode updates and interesting news articles, etc. on Instagram. And that is at fourofakindpodcast. 
and have a great weekend. Thanks, Bye. guys. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye.